Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Welcome to Save Your Sanity, help for handling hijackles, those difficult, toxic, and often disturbing people in your life. I'm Dr. Roberta Shaler, the Relationship Help Doctor, and I'm here for you. You'll get the insight, skills, strategies, and support to stop tolerating verbal and emotional abuse, whether it's happening now or it happened to you in the past, maybe by a parent, partner, ex, relative, or even a co-worker. Time to take life back, to recover and to rediscover you, your values, dreams, desires, and realize them in healthy ways in healthy relationships. I'm so glad you're here. Hello. I'm so glad you're here because once again, we're going to talk about the difficult people in life. And I know you've known some because it's almost impossible not to meet at least one when you pass through this lifetime. And I bet you're nodding. I bet you're saying, yes, I know someone. It may not be somebody really close to you, but it may be somebody you dread seeing at the holidays or somebody that you know always puts you down so you avoid them. And these difficult people, they're all around. So most emotionally healthy people first react to them by thinking, oh, they're just having a bad moment or they're going through something or it's a stressful time. And we give them the benefit of the doubt. We, we leave some space there for them to show us that that's not who they always are. So we excuse their behavior and rightly so because we don't know who they are. So we want to learn. So we sit back and watch if we're smart. We're sitting back and watching. I have a little watchword for my clients, and I always tell them, when in doubt, believe the behavior, not the words. When in doubt, believe the behavior, not the words. When the behavior and the words don't match, believe the behavior. And if you happen to be with a relentlessly difficult person, and you know I call them hijackles, if you happen to be with one, you have probably made excuses for them, right? I know I'm right, because people do that all the time. And you you think that, oh, they'll get a little better, or they'll be a little different. I really want to encourage you to look at that behavior, not the words. Look at the behavior right away and say, I'm going to believe the behavior. I'm going to believe the behavior. Oh, I don't want to. No, I really don't want to because this person is attracted to me and I'm attracted to them and I want something to work out. I want a companion in my life. I want everything that is possible that I've read about in every magazine. And so I don't want to mess with it. I'll just make some more excuses. And the more excuses that you make, the more exceptions that you make to what's all right with you, the more they take advantage of you. Now, remember my definition of a hijackal, and I trademark that term because I don't think it's necessary for any layperson to be using clinical terms to describe somebody. 
Why do I feel that way? Because if you go online and you decide that the person you're with, this relentlessly difficult person, is a narcissist or a borderline or a sociopath or a narcopath or any one of those things, then you start talking about them as though they're a them and no longer are you part of the relationship. And then it's all their fault and they're always like that and ain't it awful and he, she is doing me wrong. That doesn't help you. So I wanted to make it simple. Here's a non-clinical term that means people who behave in certain patterns, hijackals. These are the people who hijack relationships for their own purposes. Got that? For their own purposes while relentlessly scavenging them for power, status, and control. So one of the things that hijackals do is they will seduce you into the incredulity trap. That's my name for it. And that's what helps you to excuse their behavior. So what is the incredulity trap? The hijackal says something or does something, and internally you go, what? Who says that? Who does that? Who even thinks that? You're incredulous, right? And yet you smile and you go on as though it was the most normal thing in the world that they said or did. Because your incredulity caused you to recognize for a moment how outrageous the behavior was, but your desire to normalize the behavior kicked in and all of a sudden you are not behaving from that incredulity. And that's where the trap is because you keep, tolerating the behavior and giving the person the benefit of the doubt. And then, I hope, you don't. That you wake up and smell the herbal tea. This keeps happening and I don't like it. And it's always my fault. Something is wrong here. Now, unfortunately, people who are attracted to and attracted by hijackals don't ask the question. They don't say something's wrong here. Their first question is, what's wrong with me? That's a big problem because that's how the hijackal has taught you to think, that there's something wrong with you. The hijackal wouldn't be so angry, wouldn't be so upset, wouldn't be so having to go out and leave you behind, wouldn't need to take control of the finances if it wasn't your fault. Do you see the pattern? That's what we're going to talk about today. Patterns that hijackals have, and they have them. And over the weeks of the show, we will talk about the patterns in minute details so that you see what's going on because I know it's really hard to wake up and smell that herbal tea. So instead of saying something's wrong here, people who are with hijackals don't want it to be true, so they say something's wrong with me. And the hijackal is very happy to reinforce that point of view. And so sometimes it takes years and you feel worse and worse. Why? Because you're not good enough. If only you were better. If only you were more compassionate, you were kinder, you were more patient, you were more loving. You didn't ask for anything. If you were less demanding, less confrontative, you didn't bring conflict. Why do you think that? 
because the hijackal has been telling you that for years. It's your fault. I do what I do in the world, working with the partners, the exes, the adult children, co-workers of these relentlessly difficult people, because I want you to recognize it is verbal and emotional abuse. And we need to stop it. We need to stop it right away. And I know that sounds simple and it isn't. But this is why I get up in the morning. This is why I do what I do. I want to help you see the patterns and begin to call it what it is. It is verbal abuse. It is emotional abuse. It may extend to being mentally abusing, physically abusing, sexually abusing. It is abuse, folks. Nothing less. And you need to take a few steps back and say, is it possible it's not me? And yes, it's very possible it's not you. Because that's what the hijacker wants you to think, that it's all your fault. So I'm here today and every week to help you see the patterns, to have a grip on those patterns, especially in those moments when you're just in the thick of it, you're feeling absolutely terrible, and you go into one of your patterns, which is saying, it's my fault. It wouldn't be like this if I were a better person. That's not true. I want you to become kind to yourself. It's not true. That's not the way it works. I bet there are many people in your life who don't tell you what the hijackal tells you. Many people who think you're wonderful, that you deserve love, that they demonstrate love to you, they give you support, they do all kinds of things the hijackal doesn't do, right? So what makes you believe that one person? Why have you given so much power to the opinion of that one person? That's a question for you. It's not an indictment. It's like, why have I given this person so much power in my life? And it happens insidiously, you know, bit by bit, day by day, remark by remark, and slowly you get worn down. I know that. You know, I've been with a hijackal. I was raised by a hijackal. I divorced a hijackal. I know about this. It's not just my profession. I live this. This is why I want to help you understand this. Because when we're talking about these patterns, then you can start to see that they are predictable. And if they're predictable, then I can be ready for them when they happen. And that's why I have the programs that I have to help you be ready to see the patterns to anticipate the patterns, and to have a new response to those patterns. Make sense? I hope so. Because it is truly important for you to see. Have you ever been out with a hijackal? Maybe you've been with them for a long time, and you go out and you're with some other folks, and they are so nice. They are nice to everyone. They are fun. They are the life of the party. They are charming. They seem to be empathetic. Believe me, that's an act. They're just mimicking empathy because they don't have any. But they just seem to be that person you fell in love with, right? And in your mind, you're going, why can't they treat me that way? 
Why can't they? That's the beginning of waking up and smelling the herbal tea. Because they want power over you at home. And they don't want anyone in the world to know any different about them. So today, a little later on in the program, we're going to talk with my guest, Dr. Karen Covey. And he, she, she, by all means, she, my colleague, (laughs) is a divorce attorney and mediator. So we're going to talk about what goes into actually leaving a hijackal. So be sure to stay tuned for that in a while. And we're going to tackle just how predictable they are when you're trying to leave them because they certainly fall into patterns then. So predictable. In what way are they predictable? Well, one big way. They always want to and need to win. Doesn't matter what tiny thing you're speaking about or what huge life decision you're discussing. They want to and need to and demand to win. Now, did something just flash in front of your eyes right then? Did you all of a sudden just realize, yes, that's what happens. Large or small, doesn't matter. They have to win. They have to have the last word. They have to be right. A pattern. And they want to win. And you want them to like you. So you learn to compromise, which is not a bad thing to do sometimes. They count on that. Then you find yourself compromising so much that you want to give up. Does that pattern sound familiar? Maybe you've already given up, but I'm here to say, no, no, stand up again. I want you to have the skills and the insights, the practical tools and strategies and the support to know when you are in a hijackal relationship, what you can do while you're in it, and what you must do while you're in it. And then if you decide to leave, how to do that in the best possible way. So you've given up. You know that they have to win. They always have to win. And still, you seem somehow to believe it's your fault. Don't worry. That's common. That's normal. It's a pattern. You got that in your childhood somewhere that you are normalized to having people treat you poorly, to speak about you poorly, right? There's somebody in your family who speaks to you that way too, or someone in your early life. And so it doesn't seem so outrageous as it seems to other people who do not have that in their family. And then, as I said earlier, you have this idea that if you could only be more patient, more kind, more compassionate, more understanding, then the hijackal wouldn't be, quote, unquote, forced to treat you that way. Isn't that something, how they always turn it around on you? That it's your fault they're upset? Do you see how backward that is? That is really just backward. Imagine if you could go through life saying everything is everybody else's fault. I am just perfect as I am, and everybody else is at fault. I was watching an episode of Bridezilla's last night. Don't ask me why. And I I just was fascinated by the hijackal nature of these Bridezilla's. Outrageous behavior. 
absolutely outrageous behavior. And if you want a dose of reality, go and watch Bridezilla's. Watch the last season, about episode three or four. See a couple of real hijackles at work there. And when you see that on the television, you go, wow, that's just the way my hijackle behaves. It'll help you. (laughs) It'll help you see that there it is. They're not related to you. They're right out there. And you can see them on the TV screen. Then, of course, where would any talk show host who's in the relationship business be without hijackles? Even Jerry Springer loves a good hijackle, right? So these are the people who are constantly disrupting things, and they behave how? In ways that make you incredulous, right? You fall into the incredulity trap. So your hijackle tells you everything is your fault, and you accept that. What if that was your mom or your dad? Can you imagine how that pattern got established when you were little and how it shaped you before you even had language? You know, in last week's show, we talked about a phenomenon called adverse childhood experiences. If you didn't hear the show, go back and hear it. My guest was Christine Baumgartner. And look at that with a new listening ears. If you can look at it with your ears, that is. Look at it and say, wow. Maybe there's something to that in my life. Maybe I was normalized to this behavior well before I even had language. Maybe I was seeing it all around me in my family. And so it just seems to be the way people do things. And then when I don't think they should, I'm kind of at some level feeling like I'm making my family wrong. And I'm uncomfortable with that, so I make myself wrong. Happens, right? It happens a lot. So if you came from one of those kind of families, you're quite ready to be put down and you'll do it for them. You will make yourself small. I want to help you get big again. And even if you've never felt really big, I want to help you do that because you deserve to have a full, rich life in which you are loved and which you are cherished and in which you have the absolute right to express what you think, what you feel, what you need and what you want. Sound good? Great. So, patterns. Everything is your fault, therefore you are always to blame. That's a pattern. And then there are the explosions and the expletives on one side. And on the far other side, there's the sulking, pouting, cold shoulder, right? And you never know what's coming your way. Somewhere between that, you're going to find the answer. And what's this for? It is all to control you, all to keep you small, keep you controlled, keep you feeling everything is your fault, keep you knowing that you cannot win. And many hijackles even take over all the family finances. And therefore, what are you supposed to do then? We're going to have a show about that. So if these things are sounding familiar, I'm really glad you're listening today because this is emotional abuse. This is verbal abuse. This is damaging to you. And I know it's difficult. I know it's really difficult to say, I need a change. Even more difficult to say, I deserve a change. And I am going to find a way to make that change. And it will be by baby steps. 
You know, when I wrote this red book behind me, Kaizen for Couples, Kaizen is a Japanese system which is small, positive, incremental steps. And we need to make small, positive, incremental steps when we find out finally that, wow, I am dealing with a hijackle. I'm so glad you spent this time with me today. I hope you heard something that touched your heart and empowered you to move forward. You can have the life and relationships that you most want, and that begins with you within you today. I'm always here for you. Life can get better, and you heard that from me, the Relationship Help Doctor. I'm Roberta Shaler, and I work with clients throughout the world through video conferencing. We can talk. So learn more at 4relationshiphelp.com, F-O-R-relationshiphelp.com, or visit me on YouTube at 4 Relationship Help. Join me for next week's show.